Who knows what Jay-Z, J.K. Rowling, Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey all have in common? Okay, I will tell you then. They have all overcome failure in one shape or form to go on to gain success in their respective careers. Welcome to My Perfect Failure. Join us as we delve into the world of our perfect failures. We will interview, explore, and discuss how our perfect failures can lead us to success. Join us and tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of My Perfect Failure. Today, I have a treat for you. Today, we have another fantastic guest. Today's guest is a businessman. He's a life coach. He's inspired many through his leadership, mentorship, and consistent pursuit of excellence. He enjoys helping others and believes that experience is a great teacher. He has 41 years as an entrepreneur and a marriage and has given him a wealth of experience. He continues to reach new heights and broaden his persistence of the terrain by examining his experiences and growing from them. He's also the president and founder of View From The Top and Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind Group. He's also the creator of the Mastermind Playbook, an incredible resource that allows you to start now and grow and scale masterminds. So a warm welcome to my perfect failure, Aaron Walker. How are you, Aaron? Hey, Paul, I'm doing great, buddy. I'm so excited to be your guest today. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, Aaron, I'm equally excited and the pleasure is all mine, is all mine. Um, you know, I was just thinking as I was researching this, I kind of, we kind of had a wee bit of a chat as I was searching this, 41 years as an entrepreneur. Wow. And you still have something that struck me when I was doing some research for this, 41 years as an entrepreneur, and you still have that insatiable appetite. How, how do you maintain that? I don't know. When you were reading my bio, it made me tired. I thought, gum, four <laughs> decades I've been working. But I want to tell you, man, I have more fun today, Paul, than I've ever had in my entire life. I get so excited every day to that. get up I because of the transformational experience that's going on in the lives of our mastermind members. I want to tell you, man, listen, if we're not enjoying ourselves, we need to change what we're doing because yeah. we only get one journey. Uh, this is the only go through we've got. This is not a practice run and we need to have fun. We need to enjoy ourselves in everything we're doing. No, 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 no. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And if it, like for the listeners that are listening, as we get into this, I will put links and everything to Aaron um, on the show notes. And you can see for yourself that this guy absolutely loves what he what he does and all the wonderful things that he's doing, not just for him, but for all um, you know his colleagues and people that are members that form some of his groups. So, Aaron, forty one years, you've done heaps and heaps and heaps. But this episode, I thought, was a timely episode, and I I wanted to do it around your playbook, the mastermind playbook. I think that's mm. quite pertinent for me from a selfish perspective, but also for, I think, millions of people around the world that really need to develop and harness who they are and how they can become better at whatever their occupation or life ambitions and, or goals are. So this episode is how to develop your own mastermind with Aaron Walker. So I've mentioned the mastermind playbook. Could you just give me 
and the listeners a little bit of a premise behind that, sort of how yeah. that became sort of a core piece for what you're doing with all the members that you have today. Yeah, I appreciate that, Paul. Let me give you a little backstory to my journey, if I could, just for a minute. I'm going to take you way back. So I'll be 60 years old on my birthday in March of 2021, and we're recording this towards the end of 2020. And I look back over my life and I think, man, what in the world have I done that has enabled me to have any measure of success whatsoever. And I look back when I was 18 years old, I started my first business. I had the great fortune of selling out to a Fortune 500 company when I was 27 years old. And that allowed me to do some other pretty amazing things. And since then, we have bought, started, or uh, uh, began 14 companies over the course of 41 years. And when I look back, I think, what matters most? Uh, out of building those businesses. And it's my core value, number one, relationships matter most. And I thought it's thinking about, you know, how have I interacted and engaged with amazing people that have really propelled me to the next level? And it all goes back to masterminds. A hundred percent goes back to masterminds. And it's Subjecting myself to the scrutiny of other people, being willing to be called out, being willing to be challenged, being willing to be held accountable. And Dave Ramsey, some people may recognize that name. He's in the finance space. He invited me decades ago to be in his personal mastermind. And I spent 12 years meeting every week for an hour and a half with people like Dan Miller and Dave Ramsey and Ken Abraham, Jeff Mosley, Ron Doyle, some just incredible people. And I was willing to lower the facade. I was willing to uh, go into them and say, listen, I want to take it on the chin. I want you to be honest with me. And they did, Paul. They gave me this amazing advice and showed me my blind spots and they encouraged my superpowers and they pointed out my Achilles heel and They said, man, your kryptonite is this, and this is what you need to be doing with that. And so it's just inviting that outside perspective that has allowed me to navigate in a world that's very challenging. And so I just have to go back and say my board of directors, my mastermind, the people that I subjected myself to to help me win in every area of my life. As you were running through that, giving us a sort of backdrop, I was thinking about ego and the reason i was thinking about ego is that there's a number well it's like when people are giving us advice or even critiquing did you have to take your ego out of that or was it not there was the overarching will to become better did that did that trump ego well here's the thing ryan holiday wrote a great book called ego is the enemy okay And that book will change your life. Uh, We all have ego problems. And when I was young, Paul, I was an egomaniac. I was like, hey, I've got this under control. I was egotistical. I was arrogant. I could be condescending because I had a great amount of success early. And I was like, hey, I can do anything. Well, the Lord has a way. I'm a Christian by faith. He has a way of humbling us oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And so many challenges that I went through gave me a greater sense of humility and the value for that. 
And so I had to dismiss the ego in order to propel myself to heights that were above and beyond where I thought I could actually go. And so I still fight it today, to be honest with you. Uh, But the truth is, is when you get around people that are willing to call you out, that are willing to tell you the hard things, uh, it's a little easier to set your ego aside because you know that your best interest is at heart for them. And they don't want to tell you bad things. They want to tell you good things, but they want to tell you the truth. And so I've been able to navigate the demons of the ego uh, over the past couple of decades. And I would just encourage anyone to get that book that I suggested and read it. If you're struggling with ego, I think it could help many of you. Yeah. Well, I'll be ordering it tonight. So thank you. Mm. It's not a book that I was familiar with. And it's just, you know, I'm always keen to broaden knowledge and improve. And I think what's interesting, the ironic thing is that by dealing with your ego, you're actually scaling more heights anyway. So it's almost, the ego is almost like a false economy. It's almost like, a, it's almost like having the handbrake on in your car. And by I want to get, it, you take it, right, take it off. you're right. You let it off and then you do. Uh, I want to get back to your question for a second. So when, uh, when I retired for the third and final time, my wife said I've retired more than the law <laughs> allows, but I retired for the third and final time 10 years ago when I turned 50. I said, hey, I'm going to go down to the Caribbean on St. John and I'm going to buy a yeah. place and yeah. I'm going to sit down there and hang out. And Dan Miller said, hey, that's the most selfish thing I've ever heard you say. He said, you need to coach other people. Yeah, I agree. Because you've got experience. You and Robin at that time have been married over 30 years. You've had all these successful companies. And so, you know, being a person of faith, we prayed about it. I talked about it and I agreed to do it. So we started coaching and I loved it. Paul, it was so fun getting to help other people. And then I started doing some podcast interviews and our business just literally blew up. I mean, it was amazing. I was coaching people all over the world and uh, it got uh, where I couldn't coach anymore. It was like, hey, I I can't scale this. And so I started a mastermind group and kept doing podcast interviews and uh, people kept coming. I kept filling up the groups. Today, we have 20 mastermind groups. We have members in nine different countries from around the world. And we're scaling this even much greater and larger now because we've built quite the community. And uh, my daughter, which is the COO of our business, she walked in my office one day and she said, listen, why don't we create a playbook that we can teach other people to do what we're doing because we have social proof that it works. You've had people for seven years have been meeting in the same group. And now, you know, we have, we had 12 or 15 groups at the time and said, let's, we keep scaling this, we keep growing, but we need to teach other people because we have an abundance mindset, you know, and so we need to teach other people. So we took about a year, Paul, and uh, we hired a product developer and copywriters and editors and videographers. And we took our whole team through this process and we created the Mastermind Playbook. And this has got 34 professionally done videos. There's over 100 worksheets and tools, templates, white label products. There's 11 steps that we work you through. We give you systems and processes that allow you to understand how you too 
can run a mastermind. So there's coaches, podcast hosts, thought leaders all over the world now that are using our playbook and they're creating transformational experiences like never before in people. All the while, they're making an incredible income. And I use this example that if you have two mastermind groups with 10 people in a group and you charge $500 a month per person, that's a six-figure business with just two mastermind groups. And you're only having to spend a couple of hours a week nurturing, encouraging, coaching, being on the live call, you know, on the video conference, we use Zoom for all these calls. And people have found this to be an amazing accessory to their existing business. And if not an accessory, their primary business. And today we've created a seven-figure business with masterminds and we teach people how to use facilitators in order to run the groups. And so we do revenue share with those facilitators. And so I don't even have to personally lead every group. And so we've just created like a franchise model that's unbelievable teaching people how to build masterminds. Which is incredible. And how long have you been doing this, Aaron? So when did you guys... Oh, man. Well, I've been doing masterminds for two decades But we've been doing the Mastermind Playbook. Uh, We created it in 2019, and we've been, you know, selling it and doing webinars and training and teaching, and we do coaching around it, uh, and we do that weekly. And so this is a product that Inc. Magazine reached out to us, and they found out we did, and they wanted to do a full-page story. Really? Uh, Dave? Yeah, Dave Ramsey. Uh, his whole team went through this and they said it was incredible. And Dave Ramsey himself gave me a video endorsement of this product. Ray Edwards, one of the most noted uh, copywriters in the country, said this was the best course he's ever taken in his career. And so it's just an incredible product. Absolutely. And to get such wonderful testimonials is that, you know, that's amazing to get those testimonials. And the course, in terms of who is designed for you kind of alluded to is like podcasters and, you know, entrepreneurs. Is that sort of the, the sort of the sweet spot in terms of people that would be suited to this? Well, you know, actually, Paul, uh, anyone who has any audience at all, there's people, there's a guy the other day called me and he has um, a mastermind for uh, children with um, like the Down syndrome yeah. or people, you know, with special needs and he's leading a group of dads that have special needs children. There's another guy that leads a group uh, of architects. Uh, there's another gentleman that has a construction mastermind. There's podcast hosts that are doing it for their coaching business. There's other podcast hosts that are doing it for other podcast hosts. Any yeah. industry that you want to be specific, just whatever niche you have, this framework will work. It doesn't matter what industry because we've developed the framework, not the content. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is, as you're explaining that, I love that idea. You've essentially got the equation. It's like the equation and you can use that and it, it can be executed against whatever your niche is, right? Yeah. Most people, they want to do a mastermind, but they don't know where to get started. Yeah. And we've created enough content that we give you a week's worth of content every week for 30 months. We give you the theme, the book, the questions, how to lead the groups. 
It's absolutely incredible the amount yeah. of information and content that we give you with all the written systems and processes. We work you through why to do a mastermind, mm. your avatar, the member promise, uh, you know, the, the uh, promise from the mastermind themselves and what you're going to complete. Uh, we teach you how to hire virtual assistants. We teach you how to get on podcasts. I mean, the marketing aspect we show you how to do. We teach you how to build funnels. Uh, to walk you down the value ladder in order to get people into your group. We teach you how to enlist people. Uh, we teach you how to do man wow. in the middle. <laughs> you name it, there is nothing related to masterminds that we don't teach you how to do. Wow. So are you looking for, because I'm there's so many thoughts that are um, triggering as you're talking. Um, one is that people that come on the course what sort of characters are, are you looking for? Are you looking for people that are committed, people that, you know, that sure. understand that to become a mastermind or whatever your discipline is, there right. is some, you know, you, 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 we do need to apply ourselves. Well, no question about it. And I don't want to deal with anybody that's not committed, regardless yeah. of what I'm dealing with. You know, if you're not committed, then you're not going to have success. Yeah. And there's a level of consistency that we have to do in order to be successful. And because I've owned 14 businesses, I understand the level of commitment that you've got to have in order to be successful. That's incredible. 14 businesses. Wow. Yeah. So we teach people how to do that. And here's the thing, Paul, I don't have a college education. I have a high school education. Uh, I've got grit and determination and perseverance. I watch my dad work physically way harder than I wanted to work. My dad never made over $15,000 a year in his yeah. life. And I said, hey, I want better than that. So I'll figure out a better way, a different way. My dad was a great man. I loved him. He was a man of character and integrity, but he just wasn't a good businessman. And so I surrounded myself with good people, right? I wanted to level up and you are the average of the five people you spend yeah. the most time with. Yeah. And so you got to get around people that have been uh, where you want to go. And so I just train you how to do that. I teach people the value of being in masterminds because isolation is the enemy to excellence. Mm. And if you want to take your life to the next level, you have got to get around people that call you out, people that hold you accountable. You've got to get around people that say, hey, you've got to stop doing this and you've got to start doing this. And you said last week you were going to do this. Where is the proof? Yeah. What is it that you've accomplished? And see, that's what I want to be around. I want to be around game changers. Yeah. I don't want to be around people that are living a life of mediocrity right? People yeah, say, hey, that's average. Well, average means you're just as close to the bottom as you are the top. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to live above average, right? Yeah. And listen, life is such uh, an adventure and I don't want to miss anything. And so I want to have a great attitude and abundance mindset. I want to go out there and get around people that's going to propel me to heights I've never been. Yeah, absolutely. And what I thought was really cool about the Mastermind Playbook, everything's cool about it, but something that I thought was quite poignant now is that, you know, the world's dealing with um, the pandemic and work isn't, you know, for many, isn't as uh, stable as we would like. And there are so many people out there that I know, and even I'm sort of one of them, that, you know, there's always something that we've got an interest in. You know, we've always had an interest in, but maybe we just haven't had the confidence to actually to actually go for it. And I think that this would be perfect for many, you know, thousands of people out there 
that actually now might be the moment for them to actually take that leap of faith. Right. Right. You know, I told a story the other day, I was doing a webinar and I want to share this story and you've got to hear it in the right context by which I'm sharing it. Yeah. When I was 27 years old, there was a piece of property I wanted to buy. And I don't share this to brag or boast in any way. I'm sharing it as a word of encouragement. But there was a building I wanted to buy and I went to the auction. They were auctioning off the property and there was a gentleman there named Ralph Friedman. He owned an army surplus store and uh, he was bidding against me for this building. And it ended up at the end of the day, I bought the building. I only bid a thousand dollars more than he did on the building, but it was $285,000. Well, I didn't have $285,000. I was going to have to go to the bank and borrow the money. I had a deposit, but he walked up to me and he said, uh, Hey, I want to, I want to meet you. And I said, okay. And I stuck out my hand and he said, I'm Ralph Friedman. I said, I know who you are. I said, uh, you own Friedman's Army Surplus. He said, yeah. He said, I want to shake the hand of a fool. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean, Mr. Freeman? And he said, do you really think you're going to make any money on this building? And I said, Mr. Freeman, you only bid $1,000 less than me. And I only bid, you know, $1,000 more than you. And so you're calling me a fool? He said, do you really think you're going to make any money on this building? And I said, one thing's for sure. I've got a chance and you don't. And I turned around and walked off. Well, Paul, I probably shouldn't have said that. He was an older gentleman. I was yeah. being disrespectful. But my point in telling you the story is, is, listen, if you're not in the game, you can't hit one over the wall. Yeah. And I was in the game. He wasn't in the game. Well, I want to report on something. Yeah. So I'm 60 years old now. I still own that building. Really? That building is worth six times what I paid for it. And that building's made me more than $4 million in rental income. And I still own the building. Now, I wonder how Mr. Friedman would feel today yeah. stating, I want to shake the hand of a fool. And yeah. see, I was nervous. I didn't have the money, but I took a risk. Well, here I am today doing quite well as a result of taking risk. Mm -hmm. If you're not in the game, you're never going to hit a ball over the yeah. fence. And yeah, so absolutely. we've got to take risk in our lives in order to be successful. Where there is no risk, there is no opportunity for great gain. Yeah, and absolutely. so I just want to tell people, don't play it so conservative that you miss out on great opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, what's great about your opportunity, you're giving people the core disciplines and skill sets that they need to actually right. do something that they like and they love. Right. So right. is that how good a sort of fit is that to actually develop wonderful skill sets, which are transferable across any worthwhile discipline, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the actual icing on the cake is actually to put it to use in a discipline, which you love. Yeah, I love it. And one of the reasons I love it is because what we're doing is not all about me. It's not just about my success but it's about the transformational experience that's happening in the lives of our members. Yeah. And when they come to the group, they're scared, they're nervous, they're intimidated. They have trepidation about various things. And then you surround yourself with other competent people and they help you identify your goals. They encourage you on, they hold your arms up when you're tired. They give you edification. They show you empathy when you need it. And you're like, Hey, we're a team. I mean, like we could do this together. But listen, nobody is successful okay. alone. Yeah. Nobody. It takes people around us to encourage us and to help us. And that's what these masterminds have provided for me.
Yeah. And you, um, I was listening to, I think some, one of your previous podcasts and you also got, um, retreats or trips that you do or you organize it's there's a couple of year that are in national yes we do we do two we do one in october and one in april and it's actually we include it in your membership so if you're a member of our organization we pay for everything all you've got to do is get there we pay for your hotel your food the speakers uh entertain we pay for everything all you've got to do is get there and we have members from nine different countries around the world now participating yeah, and you have uh, awesome speakers, and you get there's lots of rich content, lots of interaction amongst members. Oh man, we bring in some amazing. We brought in Pete Vargas and Michael Michalowicz and Brian Moran and Dan Miller and Ken Davis, and you yeah. name it, man. Over the years, this is we've we've been doing this now for years and years and years. So yeah. we've had multiple events, and we just bring in. You know what we do sometimes, though, Paul? We have such amazing people in our organization. We have almost. 200 people now in all of our masterminds is that there's so much quality there. Sometimes we let them be the speakers, right? They come, Oh yeah, we have some, we have some studs that are in our organization and you just surround yourself with that kind of people. It Listen, I play golf a lot. I love to play golf. And when I play with people not as good as me, it kind of takes the interest out. But when I play with people better than me, it levels me up. Yeah, it makes me yeah. play better, right? Yeah. And it's the same way in business. If you're around people that you're better, you know, you're the smartest guy in the room. Well, you're probably not going to be stretched. You're probably not going to, you know, but when you feel uncomfortable and you're feeling like, ah, these guys are pretty sharp, you pay attention more and you try harder and you work harder to accomplish your goals and dreams. And we need to be around people that can beat us in golf. We don't need to be playing with people that we can beat easily. And it's the same way in business. And so I just want to encourage your listeners out there. If you're not in a mastermind group or a small group or a peer group, uh, you're missing out. I'm just telling you, you're missing out and you need to get in a group. I agree. Yeah. And it's kind of what you said earlier that your success and your wealth is matched by the top five people that, or the core five people that you connect with. And I think we always should be striving to improve and develop ourselves because, you know, we only, we're only here a short time. So I think it's important that we make most, make most of it. There's, There's a, again, listening to something that you said previously, the statement that, that I thought was really cool is um, from success to significance. Mm. You know, that's the uh, tagline in my book. I wrote a book called View from the Top, How to Live a Successful and Significant Life. Yeah. And the reason that I share that is that in 2001, August 1st, 2001, I ran over and killed a pedestrian on my way to the office. Okay. And it rocked my world to the core. And uh, I really started thinking through what my life was about. And my legacy would have been had I gotten killed that day. Poor kid from Nashville, Tennessee, retires at age 27 and nobody cares. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not what I want my legacy to be. I'm like, I want my legacy to be Paul's life was better by interacting with me. Like I made a difference in that guy's life. That's what I wanted my legacy to be. And I really changed my focus to look outward instead of inward. And today we're far greater financially successful than we've ever been, but we're a hundred times more successful in the significance category than we've ever been because we've 
changed our focus looking outward, trying to help and educate and train other people how to be successful. And because of that, the natural reciprocity is they want to help us. They want to support us. They want to introduce us to other people. And when you do that, it is so much more fun to do life and business that way to have the life of abundance mindset, not the scarcity mindset and to have your focus set on other people instead of yourself. And then you end up living a life of success and significance. No, no, I couldn't agree more. And I think what you're doing, it's not just to people that are members that complete the mastermind playbooks to people that they affect so you're not just giving to those people, you're giving to, there's like a domino effect, which I think is incredible. Right. Okay. No question about so it. We're, we're getting towards the end now. And so I've got two questions. One is a question. It's a reoccurring question, Aaron. Okay. So if okay. you could invite five, sorry, not five, three inspirational people for dinner, who would you invite? Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to meet Warren Buffett. Uh, I think Warren Buffett has got, uh, he's an old school guy and I think that he would really be cool to be around another one that I don't necessarily agree with a lot of his principles, but Elon Musk would be a really cool guy, very innovative. And I think he would really be cool to have dinner with and, uh, he's gone now, but I would have liked to have met Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I would like to have dinner with those three guys. Yeah, that would be a, a wonderful, wonderful dinner. And my last question is for the listeners, how can they find more about Mastermind Playbook and how can they get in mm. contact with you? Well, two things I'd like to say as we move forward. Uh, I've lived my life mantra with this. My mom said it when I was a kid, but she said, can't, couldn't do it and could did it all. Mm -hmm. We've got to develop a mindset that we can. It's like, we can do this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people today are scared of failure. And I always say about failure, fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure. So go out there and go for it today and develop a mindset that you can accomplish this. The easiest thing to do, if you're interested in participating in an incredible mastermind, we would love to have you make an application. You can find us there at viewfromthetop.com. And if you're interested in this playbook that I'm talking about, we even do coaching for three months to work you through all the particulars of it and help you transform lives like you've never done before, all the while making a multiple six-figure income. I would encourage you to reach out to themastermindplaybook.com. Okay. What I will do, Aaron, is I will put that in the show notes so everybody listening everything will be there for you and you can apply and you can reach out to Aaron and his team. And I'm sure that they will look after you and uh, give you the information so you can apply for the course. Aaron, it's been wonderful as I knew it would be. Thank you for your generous knowledge and information, wisdom, and hopefully we can do something else again where we capture some other amazing stuff of the work that you've done today. And thank you all for the listeners for tuning into this episode of My Perfect Failure. You can catch me at www.myperfectfailure.com. Twitter is failure underscore perfect. Insta, it's pads MPF. 
But most importantly, please tune in to the next episode of My Perfect Failure. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to My Perfect Failure podcast. Be sure to visit www.myperfectfailure.com to join the conversation. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Look out for our next episode.